I'm Gabby Lamb, and you are listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, naughtiest, wildest, dirtiest secrets. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to Tea Time. I am your host, Gabby Lamb. We have an announcement today. I am joined now by my our new permanent co-host, my favorite honk, my only honk, Harper Rose fucking Honky Drummond. Ooh-wee. So, you know what? She is our new permanent addition to the show. I'm very excited. It's me, Lee, Harper now, and uh, things are fucking great. And we have a really fun episode today for you guys. And welcome, Honky. Thanks, Honk. Yeah, Honk. I'm happy to be here, Honk. Honk, you know what? I had you as a guest so many times. I thought I thought we should just work together. Honk, we honestly should. I honestly love it. Because here's what's fucked up. <clears throat> no one's funnier than I can honk. <laughs> honk, that's how I feel about you. Yeah, it's yeah. cute. It's cute. Honk, honestly, it's really cute that we're each other's biggest fans. We really are. Yeah. When we're out of town doing shows, we text each other and ask each other, how was your set? How are your shows? I love that. It's really cute. We I really feel like do. we, yeah, we text more when we're out of town than, I mean, well, obviously that makes sense because we do live together, yeah. but I love the the after show check-ins. It's really cute. And the pre-show check-ins. And the pre-shows. Mm-hmm. Here's my question, Lee. What camera, are we looking into all cameras now? Yeah, now we're, we're, now we're open. So it, I, okay, it only, cool. It only matters like in the beginning. Okay, great. So I can look from here to here. Yeah. You don't have to cut this out either. This is great. Okay. <laughs> Lee, I just want you to know I'm not going to look in any camera. No, you're just going to look right at me. I'm, I, I, That's yeah. cool. And yeah. if Gabby addresses me, I'm still going to look at you. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is this good? I'm sweating. All right. <laughs> Why are you, are you sweating? Lee? Because you're hot or? <laughs> sweating because you guys are looking at me. Mm-hmm. Lee. Okay. Lee's drinking black coffee. Found okay. out this morning that he does not like milk in his coffee and i guess i'm the only fucking weirdo who likes cow milk okay who is drinking who's just raw dogging cow milk i mean i don't days? raw dog it i don't just drink milk but I you drink it. yeah i've seen you do that though no I've you seen, haven't i don't drink yeah, just fucking no milk. at home you just will pour up a big thick glass <laughs> i don't my dad does that i don't do that <laughs> who's to say I, i'm just saying i don't fucking do that but i do sound kind of convincing so I don't know. She's lying through her fucking pussy and her tits right now. I don't do that. But I do drink lattes, which is basically a cup of milk with some espresso on I it. I know. It's just too much milk. Go do you think oat. that's too much milk? I, I I like milk and I like ice cream and stuff. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm allergic. Honey. Or do you have we got not a IBS? King. What is it? Lactose. Yeah. yeah. It's like mm. it, it only. So I honestly found out. It, I was like, am I hungover? And I was like, no, I haven't drank. I ate a glass. I drank a glass of milk with cookies, and it made me sick for like three days. Really? Yeah, okay. Kind of found out. Do you take those lactate pills? No, I just I just let it run its course. I just avoid <laughs> regular milk. What about okay. cheese? I mean, yeah, I, I don't I fuck with cheese. But do you get the same effects from milk and cheese? No, only if it's like an aggressive amount of cheese. Okay. Like sitting around like eating whole blocks of cheese. Yeah, like like pizza or or yeah, like just blocks like cheese and crackers. Love cheese and crackers, ultimate snack. Yeah, best snack. It is a good snack. It's a great snack. With a little jam on it. Yes. <laughs> Boy, that shit is so good. That shit is fucking 
Wow, that was a really strong reaction. Yeah, because it's fucking good, and I'm okay. passionate about it. Okay, it's good. Okay, so today, I guess we'll do a quick little uh, catch up on our fucking weeks. I was in Detroit and Texas. Detroit was cool, beautiful hotel. Um, Midland, Texas, Texas, Midland, Texas. Truly, why does it exist? I've never been. Um, I'm not itching Don't to go. go. Don't yeah. go. Yeah. Don't go. It's so, no offense. I mean, you guys are a great crowd. Um, great, great audience. There was like 1,800 people. It was a big theater. It was so fun. But what the fuck is that town? It was, it was like a joke from hell being there. It Like there was one woman who picked us up from the airport and then took us to our shitty little hotel in a shuttle and then as she dropped us off in the shuttle she ran into the hotel and checked us into the hotel so there was one woman running this entire hotel and the shuttle and we were like it was definitely like a halfway house feeling hotel she was also the mayor of midland she was the mayor of midland Mm -hmm. she was also the tsa person at the airport and weirdly (laughs) enough was our pilot from midland to uh dallas so that's on girl bossing that's on girl bossing Mm -hmm. so that was that was midland for you fuck that place Great people, but yeah, we had an Uber, our Uber driver, one of them was telling us how he was going to retire soon. He's 43 and going to go live in um, Naked City, Las Vegas. Have you heard of it? Nope. Lee, have you heard of it? I have not. You're lying. Naked City? You're lying. He's I can say. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's really funny to just call someone for lying. Lee's lying. No, he actually has been there. It's where everybody I'm lives projecting. naked. I'm sorry. Everyone's naked in Naked City. <laughs> okay. And I said- are the police naked? And he said, the police are naked and they're all women. And I was like, this sounds fucked up. So Lee has been there. Yeah, Lee's that. been there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Look, he changed his mind. Yeah, That's where okay. Okay. Um, what about you, Hong? That was my week in a nutshell. Okay, that's a really fun week. Uh, you know, I missed you. Um, I was in San Diego mm-hmm. and I had six shows. Um, it was cute. You know, we've performed at Madhouse together. It's a, it's a comedy club in San Diego and it's, it's, a, it's something calling it a comedy club is legally what it is, but spiritually it is a den of sin. Um, yeah, it, it attracts. <laughs> I don't know how far I can go. Huh? Uh, it's. It's bad. Drunk people that live in gutters is the best way I can so describe. If you have ever been accused of assault, you probably. <laughs> I've gone to Madhouse. You probably have um, ventured down to Madhouse Comedy Club yes. in the gas lamp of San Diego. It's, yes. It's it's a chaotic, sometimes fun hang. It is a fun hang. I feel like my material never works there. It only works if I... Kitten. It only works if I'm like being like wild. Yeah. Um, also, my dude's first time seeing me do stand-up, and he drove down to San Diego, which was so sweet. But I'm like... Mm, did you need to see me perform for literal garbage mongers? I'm not sure, but yeah. you know what? You know what? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a good experience. What I like about Madhouse is that it is a fun club. It's very fun. It is fun, and it's like one of those like rowdy clubs where you can kind of do anything because they give you longer sets. So you're like, well, fuck it, I'll just do the material that I've never done before and just try it out on these crowds. It's a great place to experiment. <laughs> It sure is. With your sexuality and your set. And yes. It, <laughs> yes. And 
it's a really uh, yeah I don't know it's just really fun and like all the comics like why I don't know it's like a fun like not to sound like lame but it's like a little like community it is no it's a fun the the comic hang at Madhouse is really fun yeah yeah okay cute yeah that was my weekend but I was tired as mother yeah things sin when I got back home yeah 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 Lee did you have a nice week yeah I had a good week (laughs) yeah good I had some shows at Third Wheel. Yeah. And um, that's a cool new venue. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of popping off. They're getting some great, great people in there, some great book shows. Do they still not have air conditioning? Uh, it's going in. It's, okay. It's it's currently on the wall. And it is hot it's in hot there. In that hot place. It it the air conditioning is coming momentarily. Okay. We'd love to see it. It's installed. We're just figuring out where to drain the water. I love that. I didn't even know that that's how air conditioners worked. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Fuck. Did you know that they had water in them? Yes. Because I used to have a studio apartment and I got a little portable one off a guy from Craigslist. And I think his name was like Scratch or something. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so I got it and I just like hook it up, plug it in. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, three in the morning, I go to the old bathroom. Oh, put my feet down and no. there's just water. And I'm talking fucking flood. And it turns out that, you know. You have to empty them. <laughs> You do so have to empty Scratch them. didn't tell you. <laughs> you do have to empty them. You do. No, yeah. didn't know that. So I, that was kind of a fun learning experience for me. Okay. So then from then on, you were emptying Yeah, then I them. had like a little bucket underneath. Oh, very white. Scratch didn't give me a hose. To, white trash. Oh, it, it was trash. It was like if I was ranch dressing and I became a person, that's like how trashy it was. That's nice. I, I love ranch. Two things. I want to circle back to the word white trash. I do remember in elementary school, it was so hot outside and most of our, um, classes were in trailers and they did have like, you know, the air conditioners on the outside of the trailer. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time it was one of the air conditioners was like leaking water and it was so hot. And I was, Probably in the fifth grade. No. And I stood under the water and I was just like, you know, by myself, just like in it. Just... <laughs> and I remember some boys walking past me and going, look, she's taking a shower. <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong with this? It was very embarrassing. It's it's wholesome in a way. Lee, weigh in. That's garbage water. <laughs> ah! Is it garbage water? Sorry yeah, for screaming. It, that's like gross old air turned into water okay so sorry for gassing that up okay because when i was little i also jumped into a swamp and nope. um, palm springs went swimming in it until my mom came outside and screamed to get the fuck out of there and i had like the little you know the seaweed or whatever it is the moss i was like putting it in my hair <laughs> my brother and i would have mud fights in the front yard and my mom encouraged that and like we would just That's tear up the front yard i'm like it was so much fun it's definitely not it's not like swamp water like you weren't getting you know e coli no, no, never had the pledge of getting that. Yeah. Here's okay, here's my next thing. People do say that white trash is a what's the word I'm looking for? Slur. Slur. Okay. I think that it's okay. But is it a slur? People say they're like, you're not allowed to say that anymore. White trash? Because it's it's like uh, it's like commenting on like lower income white people so it's like offensive it's an offensive term now to call somebody white trash i've had white trash flip out on me for calling them white trash to their face because they were heckling a show well they're white trash like you need to take this white trash bullshit somewhere else (laughs) it's okay to say white trash if you're white and right they were very upset 
they were very upset. What do you guys think about it? Since we're all white, we can talk about what we think about white trash. <laughs> I think it's fine. You you grew up lower income. Very, yeah. Did you grow up lower income? Middle. I was I grew up like middle lower. Not poor, poor, but very like very mm, on the edge of I transitioned into middle class probably around like middle school. But yeah. like before that, it was like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's just I think saying that you're white trash is just like a fun way of saying you're self-aware. Yeah. I I'll, I always identified as having a more white trash personality. I I don't know, but then it's like is that offensive to say? I don't. don't. I didn't grow up, you know, in the Appalachian. That's exactly what I was just saying. Oh my god, the the inbred family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the Whitaker. Have you seen the Whitakers? Okay, no. that's but that's unfortunate. I don't mean to like say that they're white trash. That's but they are a severely inbred family. Have you seen it? I have not. <sighs> Y'all need to look up the Whitakers. They live in the Appala. Uh, wait, what's it? Is it Appal- Appalachia or Appalachian? Appalachian. 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 I lived yeah. in North Carolina. I still am like, what is it? <laughs> yes. So yeah, you guys watch the fucking Whitakers. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, white trash. Um, I don't. I. I. I don't. Know, maybe I'm behind the times. I think it's okay to say. Yeah, I said it one time in a set, and afterwards, there somebody was like, oh, "It's not okay to say white trash." And I was like, "But according to who? Like, <laughs> you can't be racist against white people." Yeah, no, you can't. And also, I feel like it's fine. I don't know. It's hard because it's like, well, you're not like, and that's not even racist. I feel like it's just like, well, because it's making fun of making fun of like lower income people, but. I've never associated. I don't know. I don't know. But you're not going like, haha, you poor, you poor white rat. fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, you poor white peasant. Also, we all were fucking poor white peasants historically. Maybe not. Maybe you come from royalty, but <laughs> no. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What's your lineage? Where are you from? <laughs> What are you? Yeah, what, what are you? What are you? <laughs> um, uh, like Scottish, poor. I, uh, Welsh, probably poor. Uh, a little French, mm, Irish. Depending on poor, depending mm-hmm. on what side of French you are, probably poor. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what part of the revo- side of the revolution you were on, probably poor. Peasant or Marie Antoinette? Yeah, no, it's not. It definitely not Marie. Peasant. Okay, mm-hmm. Lee. What are you? Um, Jewish and Irish. Rich, okay. poor. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> where, where Jewish? Uh, Russian, Russian Hebrew. Oh. Yeah, white Russian. My, my, my grandmother likes to distinguish, but I think it was like, um, it was like a, uh, what's the word? A political thing. The white Russians. White Russian. Okay. So yeah. was she first generation? My great grandmother was your great grandmother was first generation. Okay, yeah, I think she was born over there. Nice and escaped the Nazis. Russian. Yeah, is that even a Russian? Okay, okay. So we got a lot of poor whites. What are you? What are you? What are uh, Scottish? Poor. Um, (laughs) Immigrated over here with. Because Utah Mormons went over to Scotland and they were like recruiting poor people, you know, as they do with like religion. They're like, we can, if you come over to us, we'll save you, mm-hmm. make you rich. So my S- Scottish folk were like, okay, we'll get out of here. We'll get out of here and go be Mormons. That's good. I like that. Be Mormons. <laughs> so then they went and became Mormon. 
uh, stayed poor. And then what's the other part? Oh, Scandinavian, I think, on my dad's side. But then they went to Oklahoma for. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about what Scandinavia, though. And then a uh, French. Egyptian. An Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Egyptian rich. Mm-hmm. French poor. Rich poor. Rich poor. Yeah, rich poor. Okay, poor. so you have like True. some nice hybrid. Nice hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like kind of like a, you know. Cluster of white. A cluster of all like the drinking white. Yeah, the drinking white. A mm-hmm. lot of that. A lot of, uh, I do want to take a 23 in me. Why do I not want that? Everyone in my family's already done it, so I'm kind of like, okay. I'm on the fence. Why? I think it's so interesting. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm not super interested in it. I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, but I just really am not someone who needs all the details on my own life. I'm just kind of like, I'm good. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, I do. I want it. <laughs> what if we just ended the podcast? <laughs> and that's it. And that's enough tea for today. Okay. okay. So <laughs> I guess let's get into it. Oh, wow. We've been here for 22 minutes. Well, yeah. do we today's episode we focused on questions that you wanted to ask us and fantasy which the fantasy stories kind of like flip-flop into kink i guess it's like a very fine line so people get uh, people get dirty with it they do get dirty with it and uh i guess we'll go ahead and start with some of these stories okay and um all right you guys ready yeah okay yes okay so fantasies and questions Hmm. People with male part. Okay, this is a question. Okay, people with male partners. Do you still give them oral if you've been together for a while? Followed by a story. I was just talking to my friends last night when I found out literally none of them give their long-term boyfriends blowjobs anymore. Two of them have been together for four plus years. Another for two years, and me with my boyfriend for about eight months. We're all 22, 23. 22, 23. Is very young, and they stopped sucking D. Okay. Yeah, right. I know. We'll circle back. Okay. They said things along the lines of "You, I literally never touch his dick anymore. I'm not putting it near my mouth, nor do I want come anywhere near my mouth. We only have sex." <laughs> This completely shocks me because I can't imagine never doing it back. Also, where is he coming? My favorite thing is my boyfriend finishing in my mouth. Rowdy. Yeah. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. I mean, we got to come queen over here. I'm a mouth comer too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there, I'll leave it at that. I'm going to get some fucking weird DMs now. <laughs> I'll fucking come in your mouth! No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> that's what they'll say. That's what they do. One of them said she hates it. My mom listens to this. Okay, go. My mom won't listen to it. <laughs> she said it makes her sad. <laughs> As if my mom has never had cum in her mouth. Okay. That, uh, the more that I'm learning about my mom, the older I get, I'm like, you were even worse than I yeah, was. Yeah, I know. Fuck I, you. They were, have, they were fucking coming and having... They I were know. nasty little miscreants. My, yeah. yeah. My mom had big tits, too, so I know that she was out there. God, you've seen my mom's tits. Like, we call my mom Big Titty Al. We literally do. So you got her big tits. I didn't get my mom's big tits. I have the smallest tits in my family, and they're still, like, decent. Wild. I know. Keep going. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry. One of them said she hates it, and while we all have preferences, it just seems selfish. Yeah, the dude still gets to have sex with them, but damn, it just seems so distant and weird that they don't reciprocate it or any foreplay at all. So, hey, like, why are you so concerned with your friends being able to, like, get away with not sucking dick? Chill out. But here's the thing. Okay, so the question was, do you still suck dick 
in a long-term relationship? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I've also heard this a lot though before too. Yeah. From my girlfriends who are like, I don't really suck dick. I'm like, how? Mm. I. (laughs) Stop. Don't look at me like when you go. I I, I, was going to fucking hate this. Um, Okay. Shane, stop listening. Shane, stop listening. With love and light, stop listening. Plug your ears. Um. I will like suck dick to get out of having sex because I'm just like, <laughs> sex takes so much energy. I'm just like, I <sighs> like we get it. I've had sex enough where I'm like, I get, I get it. I know what happens. I'm done. <laughs> we know. Okay. Okay. I can't with you. I don't speak. I don't claim this energy. Um, but <laughs> no, but I, I do get that. I do get that. So here's my thing. Yeah. And then my boyfriend doesn't listen to this, so I can say whatever I want. But okay. So uh, <laughs> I, you know, I dated that guy for almost like for like three and a half years. And towards the end, he never wanted to have sex. He only wanted head. And I was Good. like, great. Good. Well, I got a little tapped out. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. So then I was like, okay, Jesus Christ, because that's like all it was. But I just think that it should never be just only one thing or the other. I think it should be like a nice, a medley, if you will. If you had to choose between sucking, if you had to choose between having oral for the rest of your life, like getting eaten out and sucking dick or only having sex, what would you choose? Sex. No. Yeah. Bye. Really? Bye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't say bye. Lee, what would you choose? Um, What's a man's perspective? I mean, you got to go with oral. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oral. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On behalf of all men. On behalf of okay. all men. Okay. okay. Great. We figured that one out. Well, here's the thing. Keep sucking dick, girl. That's what we have to say. Keep on <laughs> gobbling and choking. Can we address the age? Yes. 22 is way too young to stop sucking dick. Absolutely. That's really way interesting. Too young. You're not in your fucking, you're not all weathered and in your 40s. Like you've been here before. Yeah. You're not 15, not like, you're not 15 years into a marriage. Right. You know? Right. You're 22 years right. old. You should be fucking and stuff. Then. Yeah. Yeah. You should be sucking all the dick. You should be sucking all. You yeah. should be sucking and fucking. And also, they should be munching you, you know? It seems like they are. They are, but the girls are just like, no. Hmm. I'm not putting that dirty thing in my mouth. I'm not putting that nasty pee hole in my mouth. I mean, it sounds like she needs to kind of like maybe reevaluate her sexuality or maybe like open it up to like maybe also seeing women. Well, she's into it. It's her friends that aren't. No, I'm talking to about her friend. Oh, so. about her friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, because if you're like repulsed by that, You yeah, might like something else. Little, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of a little bit of a little muncheroni and cheese. Yeah. Okay, so we've got another one. Okay. <laughs> nope. No, mm, I don't know what this is exact. I, I don't know how to classify this. Okay. Well, let's just get into it. Okay. You guys can tell me what you think this is. <sighs> Husband and wife bonding with adult breastfeeding. Oh. My wife and I had a child two years ago and she chose to exclusively pump and therefore started suffering through some clogged milk ducts. To help alleviate the pressure, she asked me to suck the milk out. Okay. I know it sounds weird, but it's kind of common. It started (laughs) off slow and infrequent, but she started asking me to suck so that they can feel more empty so, so that she can feel more comfortable. It ended up being an everyday thing. Every night in bed, I would suck on my wife's breasts, usually... 10 minutes of boob. I typically swallowed all of it. Every night? Every night. This, that's that a lot just of made me milk. feel spiritually exhausted. That just, that's a lot. <sighs> yeah. Every night? Yeah. 
Overall, it was an awesome experience for us both. If we ever have a second child, I'm sure we will do it again. Okay. Not him wanting a second child to Just do it again. To a suck the milk out fiend. of her tits. Yeah. Titty fiend. Um, Which, okay, then that kind of makes me think about um, pregnant porn. Oh, God. Sorry. I can't make eye contact with me. <laughs> Harper may or may not. <laughs> I've dated somebody who had a pregnancy fetish. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Holy fuck. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And it was honestly gnarly. At first, it didn't start off that bad. Yeah. But that's also, I think, why I'm triggered from that. But no, I dated someone with a pregnancy fetish. And at first, I was like, oh, like, he just wants to come inside me. Okay. Like, you know. Ooh. But yeah. then it got, we'll say, theatrical. <laughs> Yeah. And Oh, you have a bit about it, right? Do you still do the bit about it? Oh she does. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. I really like it. Thank you. I do too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mm, here's the thing. I feel like it with if well, I can't even speak. So my um Jerome Tennyson, hilarious comic, hilarious. Uh his wife had a baby and he has bits about um sucking, sucking on her titties, sucking on those milkers. And uh I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that's a lot. But you know, if y'all are both into it, I you you know you're not hurting anyone. Totally, I guess you're helping. It's not kink shaming all, but it is. It, it feels what it feels like to me is like super primal. It does. It feels like the ultimate sign of like maybe some sort of mommy issues. I'm not sure. Well, not even. Well, it's, <laughs> I it's, love you, Jerome. Okay. <laughs> or is it the most healthy thing ever? Or is it the most healthy thing? Because you just don't even give it a second thought. You help your wife, and it's like a good, it's a good time. And then it's fun because it makes you think about being a baby and sucking on your mom's tits. So then it makes you well, fall in love with your mom, like relieving pressure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess if it feels, good, I'm trying to. I sorry, just right now I was feel... just visualizing. I'm like, could I have a human man suck on my milkers and have him breast? I just. I'm not I'm not seeing the picture for me. It's not I'm not really? getting that I'm not getting a visual. But have you ever seen porn where women are like squirting milk out of their tits? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. And I I can't watch it. No, me neither. No, I, I was like watching it for a gag. Nope. Over the pandemic, Gab, you you and I were like looking up some wild porn just because like we were bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. My innocence is gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. So love sucking. and light to him, but it's kind of like a no, just like a kind of like a polite no thanks from me. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. Keep going. Uh, keep going, I guess. Um, okay. Every day. Every day. Every, every day, day, wanting a second kid. Yeah, every night. It's a lot. Do you think that she's like, come for the feeding time? She's like, <laughs> it's feeding time. And he comes in and he's like, yes, mommy. Ew, ew. Do you think that the, he calls her mommy? Yeah. Fuck. Yes, mommy. Dislike. <laughs> no, thanks. Mimi suck, Mimi suck on mommy's, mommy's juicy milkies. No, daddy. <laughs> and the kid, the kid's like in his room being like, what's going on? The kid's six. Yeah, the kid's six. And watching. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid's oh, like cucking in the corner. And he's like, he's like, let me show you how it's really done, son. Do you think that like the this kid and the dad like get on either tit and just kind of have like a... <laughs> 
they have like a good old fashioned suck off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who can drain it faster? <laughs> <laughs> Who can empty the titty faster? It's like an eating contest. Ew. Yeah, it is like an eating contest. Yeah, they got bibs. Yeah. You. <laughs> this, this is going like to trigger start the timer. This is, Go! <laughs> this is going to trigger a fetish. I know. Ew. Okay. So here's another cute one. My boyfriend told me he masturbates to himself. I'm 19. And extremely confused right now. Dude, I, the kids are young. They are getting they're getting wild either like with no. Di- OK, I'm confused right now. I don't know if I should be. My boyfriend, 21, just told me that when he masturbates, he looks in the mirror and masturbates as he watches his reflection. I mean, there's nothing wrong about it. At least it seems to me, LOL. But I had never heard of anything similar until today when he told me that he does that. Is it normal? Do y'all know anyone who does this or even do it yourselves? I'm not weirded out or anything. I'm just confused and curious. My friend's boyfriend uh, or ex-boyfriend used to do this and he was 31. Did she think it was weird? Yes. And he was like, it's just an act of self-love. I think I'm really attractive and it like turns me on to see myself feeling good. I could never masturbate to myself. It freaks me out. I don't want to make eye contact with myself. In high school, I had like a huge like ballet size mirror or whatever and i i did it one time just to like see and then i was like i'm good on that see what i don't know just how i look what the inside of your pussy looks like no and you didn't like it no i was like okay i'm pretty sure like my friend did it and then told me about it i'm like oh let me try and then i was like no this is kind of weird i don't know how i would feel about that if my boyfriend was like i masturbated to myself i'd be like like every single time that's weird yeah i don't know it seems i mean maybe it's normal it just seems a little like narky, narky to me, narcissisty, mm-hmm. but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's self-love. I used to sleep with a guy in high school who every time we had sex, he would look at himself mm. and like comment on himself. And I was like, OK, this is weird. Wow. My initial reaction was just to jerk away. That's like how much I did not like that. I definitely got HPV from him. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, yeah. You know. I, I personally am concerned for him. Yeah. I feel like maybe he needs to kind of like tone it down a bit. And then, you know, not trying to like regulate anyone's like self-love. Well, but go off. This is how we figure out that Lee does all of this stuff. <laughs> Lee writes all of these in. He's like, all right. He's shaking. Over, he's shaking over he's there like, like no, that's and so pissing, yeah. weird. <laughs> I would never do yeah, that. So, so you do think it's weird. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so mean, me know, too. it's my friend that does, does, does it. Uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee, no. Um, okay, so do we, do we want to spend some more time on that one or keep it moving? Keep it moving. Yeah, Lee wanted to get out of that one real fast. Yeah, Okay. so Lee, you know, make whatever adjustments you need to, but uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so Again, kind of fetishy. Uh, disclosed piss fetish to wife. And now she has humiliated me. <laughs> Is he into that, though? No. No. <laughs> from from no. the looks of this, no. Okay, okay, okay. what? Last week, I sat my wife down to disclose a fetish I have been exploring since I was a child. P. It has always been a wonderful, if secret, side of my life. I didn't disclose as I wanted to explore it with her, though I would, of course. I just couldn't hide that side of me anymore. I love that he was just like burning with like, I got to get this out. Yeah. And want her to be aware of why there's a. I want her to be aware of why there's a bunch of towels in the laundry. I've been playing alone. 
Hey, don't call it playing. Hey, hey, hey don't call it hey. playing with piss. Well, it's piss play. That's what it is. Hey, am I king shaming now by saying you that? are? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called. It's literally called piss play. Okay. Know well, that. I'm literally calling the police. A <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, cab. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was called piss play. That's cool. Here's the here's the thing. I'm now cancel me, but yeah, everyone's like you know don't kink shame. Eh, I'm gonna kink shame a little bit. I mean, I say the same thing, and you know when it comes down to it, it's like it's all your own business. It doesn't fucking matter. Like if you if it's consensual and you're into it, like that's really all that matters. But for the sake of like this podcast, we can make fun of it a little bit. Um, but also go off. Um, since then, my wife has made me feel so awful about it, which isn't cool. She has used it against me and called me a freak and asked if it will develop into fetish to shit fetishes. That's a valid question. It, that is a valid That's question. That's a valid fucking question. I don't expect her to understand or want to explore it, but I hope she would at least accept it. Not sure what to do. I feel as if I have let her down and I hope she doesn't tell our young teenage children. Okay, I do hope she doesn't tell the kids because that's- She should not tell the kids. That's- Tell them when they're in college because it's funny, but don't <laughs> don't tell them now. Drunk at dinner. Hey, yeah. you'll never believe what your dad told me. He's <laughs> he been playing with his piss. He's pissing all over the family tree. Okay. They start calling him piss boy, piss boy. <laughs> Daddy's a little piss. Daddy pee. Um, <laughs> you want to pee pee your pennies? <laughs> okay, I actually do have some advice for this. Yeah. Not, that the, not that he's necessarily looking. Yeah. But, so my friend was just dating someone with a piss fetish for yeah. real because she met them on that that um oh field yes yes it's a it's a fetish app yeah so okay yeah. lee stop wincing we all know you're <laughs> on it bitch um okay we all know i wrote that yeah we do know that he wrote that <laughs> another one off the list lee yeah. um, but <laughs> but uh so they compromised because she was like i'm really not into this like no and so they just did like a bunch of like they like she would like pour water on him to like get like that sensation and like they would like she would like put yellow food coloring in the water and then like drizzle it on him really yeah because she was like i personally just don't feel comfortable and like she would like take like warm water and pour it on him okay and they then she compromised because she was like okay like i want you to feel good but i also i'm not going to sacrifice my comfort and i'm not comfortable with that but i can do something that you know meet you in the middle and i think that was sweet okay because also that is, here's that the is thing. sweet no that is sweet that's very considerate you have to think about this like you can't help like even like with my ex with his fucking fucking pregnancy fetish it's like <laughs> jesus but like you know you can't help it and like at I the mean, end yeah. of the day you yeah. want to make your partner that's what i'm like here's the thing like i like i tease it but like i went along with it because like you want to make your partner feel good like yeah, if you really love someone yeah to an extent you want to now everyone has a line everyone has a boundary that yeah. you shouldn't cross but you yeah. know we got into one a while ago about like these people that did have a shit fetish and that's like, oh, that I think you do need to kind of consult a therapist because that's a health issue at that point. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, you know, don't don't shame me. But I'm like, baby, I'm trying to care for you because you're going to get pink eye. You're going to get like a stomach infection or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Playing with feces like that's just. Well, that, that reminds go, me uh, also of like my strange addiction when they're like yeah. into like there was that woman who was into like sucking the piss out of diapers and then they go to the doctors and the doctor's like, hey, you have to stop doing this. You could get really sick. And they're like, what? No. And it's like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Well, it's just also like, and I'm not saying this with all kinks, but a lot of kinks are developed through like trauma. Yeah, it's true. Or passed down through like your genetics. So if you have a kink, check into what your parents are into. So True. 
<clears throat> but again, we're not kink shaming. We're just having an we're open not, dialogue. It's an open dialogue. And I've done some kinky shit, you know? Like, I, I feel like I'm pretty vanilla, but like, you know, if someone's trying to try something, like, I'll, I'll give it a whirl you once. Give it a, give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl once. I, yeah. could be, I could be talked into if my boyfriend was like, I really want you to pee on my face. I'd be like, it's weird, but okay. Yeah. We'll try it. Well, okay. And here we go again. We've got a, we've got a nice little, uh, a nice little wholesome one. Fantasies. I had a dream once that Elizabeth Banks, the actress you may know as one of JD's girlfriends on Scrubs, okay, um, was dressed as a sexy devil and was also gigantic and floating in the ocean on her back and was breastfeeding me. I was regular sized and felt very safe and comforted sucking on this giant devil woman's tits. I had never had an interest in giant women or Elizabeth Banks before this, but I would not say no to making this dream into a reality with a drooling emoji. Wow. Okay. So okay. there is like a deeply rooted kind of fantasy thing about sucking on uh, milky tits. Wow. Yeah. There's also a, uh, like a fetish fantasy thing about like giant. Yeah. Like giant people and then like tiny people. People have like yeah. tiny fetishes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. The fetish of like a massive woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. What is that? I don't know. Okay. Can, so we look, can we look that up? Yeah. Over the pandemic. Okay. I'm sorry to say this, but I did sell some feet pics. Okay. Money was that. tight. Whatever. Yeah. I was selling them in our, our apartment. Cute, cute, cute. But um, there was this one guy that I sold them to that was like obsessed with it. He was like, can you edit like me really tiny on the bottom of your foot and you stepping on me? And I'm like, that's such a thing. I love that. Let me open up the app Bazaar and let me get to editing, honey. And that's, we did the damn thing. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I just looked like, it up. That's pretty cool. Hmm. It's called uh, macrophilia. Also, why did the all fetishes have to have philia at the end? Yeah. Can we just leave that one for pedophilia? Because yeah. everything else is like. Yeah, it kind of like puts like a like a tainted um, yeah. image on it. Well, yeah. that kind of softens pedophilia too. It does. Yeah. yeah. It, it does soften pedophilia. Because <laughs> it, it turns pedophilia into, oh, it's just like a fetish. It's like, eh, that's a perversion. But it, it sure is. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Okay, my thing's not working again. So I'm going to look it up on my phone. What? Okay. Oh, I feel like. Here we go. I mean, no, how working. do we feel about this? I feel like it's kind of fun. I think it's kind of it's it's almost like do you think that people jack off to honey I shrunk the kids? Oh. I'm sure there has been. What is it like to have macrophilia or a giant woman fetish? We talked to a man who has macrophilia or an attraction to literally giant women. Okay. It's not always easy to have a sexual fetish known in the psychiatric community as paraphilias. Fetishes are loosely defined as the experience of being sexually aroused by unusual or highly specific stimuli. There's a wide range of fetishes out there for your standard foot fetish. Podophilia, too close to pedophilia. Too close. Podophilia, the more obscure acrotomophilia, attraction to people with amputations. Oh, I've you and I just this. watched a movie. It's I'm forgetting how you say it in Spanish, but it's um yeah, it, like PLAs. But yes, yeah, it's it's skins in English, and it's all about people that have bizarre um sorry, but uh, bizarre facial um okay. It's not, you don't have to say sorry. This woman has a butthole on her face. Okay, I know, but there's a woman that has like a sagged face, like she almost looks like she like has a stroke and then yeah. it melted. And then there's this one kid that like wants to chop his legs off because he hates his legs. And he's and obsessed then, with being a mermaid. Yeah. Yes. And um, 
everyone in the, almost everyone in the movie has like some sort of deformity and, or an attraction to a person with or a deformity. an attraction to a deformity and all of their stories link up yeah. or like play into each other. It's a really at first when we were watching the movie, I'm like, what the fuck is this art house weird yeah. ass shit but it ended up being actually one of my favorite movies I've seen it's, me too it's we, really we a, a great movie it is and we watched it as a gag because I was like let's watch the movie with the woman who has she a butthole but like and we watched it and we were like wait whoa it was very thought provoking um, it was like an art house movie but it was um, it was amazing you should check it out Lee when you do what's, what's it called again Skins P- PLA Skins but it's okay. a Spanish film well, when, yeah. when you put this up put a picture in of the woman with the butthole mouth I will yeah yeah Oh, and there's the woman with no eyes. A woman with no eyes. Check Wait, it out. Is this real people? No, 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 no. It's not no, like no, a documentary. No, it's scripted. It's, it's oh, scripted. Okay. But yeah, it's it's not a documentary, but it's like it's a well done movie. Okay, so we'll get a little bit back to this. Are we interested in talking about uh, giant women? The roots of fetishes like macrophilia are not entirely clear, though it is believed that they take root during childhood and adolescence. There it is. Ding, 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 ding. Um, it could be a case of sexual imprinting. A young boy has a sexually arousing, memorable encounter with a woman who towers over him and informs his erotic, and it, that informs his erotic template, or a way of mastering the pain of a trauma and converting into pleasure. A boy is nearly smothered and feels helpless, but later in life has this fantasy. Interesting. Mm. It's fascinating how much our childhood. I mean, I mean, obviously, but like, I Definitely. feel like we think of it like I feel like it's so common to think of your childhood as like a separate part of your life or like oh well that was just when I was a kid but it's like no it's mm-hmm. all connected it's all connected everything plays into each other we've turned this into a science podcast yeah so. welcome <laughs> let's see if there's anything no the next next up we have um scaries and that's it Our next... did you want to do any journal entries we should do a journal entry yeah or do you guys want to share your fantasies oh that's good too um do I have any? My honestly, my fantasy for myself was always getting titty fucked, but because I don't have big tits. Really? Yes. It's all I've ever wanted was to get titty fucked. Gabby. Yeah. I don't know why, but I find that kind of cute. So that was my fa- that's my oh, fantasy. That was your fantasy to get titty fucked? Yeah, I watch a lot of titty fucking porn. I'm like, that's just what I wish. Really, yeah. Gab? Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I never knew that. Oh, kind of fucking titty. Fuck you. Those are my DMs in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I want to figure out a way. No, please don't. Again, yeah. no. She's um, good. She's good. Thank you. To, I don't need you to come in my mouth or try and titty fuck me. Yeah. That is. That was always kind of my like sexual fantasy. Fuck. Okay. Do I have any not sexual fantasies? Mm, I mean, I guess. I don't know. Unless you're like talking about career things, but that's I don't know. Okay, I, you know what? Because yeah, we all. I feel like we kind of like went like sexual with the fantasies. We did. Like, yeah, fantasies doesn't, have, doesn't to have to be. It was gonna go that way, obviously. Uh, okay, okay Lee. Lee. Maybe some of us wanted our innocence, Lee. <laughs> okay, I did fantasize when I worked in customer service. When I worked in restaurants, I always fantasized about punching people in the face or fighting them. Oh yeah, I fantasized about that all the time, or just like cussing them out and being like. Fuck you. I was such a like hateful, rage-filled person when I worked in restaurants. Like it's yeah. amazing. I actually went to anger management after um like my like longest relationship. Yeah. Like, it ended and I was like still in the service industry and I was like so like just pent up and angry. And then I like did anger management and then afterwards I was still just feeling like pent up and rageful and I'm like, it didn't fucking work. And then I left the service industry and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. I'm not a monster. Okay. It does that to you. It really does, especially working so much. Fuck yeah. Um, It really does. I would have fantasies of like walking out of there, storming out. Yeah. I've had those at almost every job I've worked, and I've never worked in a restaurant. Oh, really? I love that. I'm just angry. (laughs) Yeah. Working makes you angry. It does. It really runs you into the fucking ground. Well, you build Mm -hmm. up resentments against like the people you work with. and. Mm -hmm. That's it. Speaking of building up, um, I could I could go into a, one little diary entry if you guys are into that. Okay, I'm like really upset about my boyfriend, my ex boyfriend named Diesel. I'm in the car on my way home from Mammoth, feeling rather depressed and sort of angry. I don't know why I have so much self pity. I'm always so sad, not because of Diesel. He's fading out. Oh. I think it's I think it's mentally. Maybe it's all in my head. Why I'm so sad. Okay, do you think this is like actual depression or is this just teenage angst? Angst. Okay. Oh, let's set this up a little bit because we just kind of jumped into it. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of a new segment, if you will, mm-hmm. where where you found uh, some of your high school journals. Yes. And we are going and we are divulging high school Gabby and talking about high school Gabby on the show. You did a good job of introducing that. And for listeners, if you have diary entries that you want to send in to us, please do. I love reading diary entries. They're embarrassing. I have to get mine from my mom's garage. You have to. I don't have a strong voice. And when I try to be taken seriously, I'm not. Sometimes I just want to quit. Quit what, girl? High school? I'm not sure what exactly I want to quit. I just want to. I'm really unorganized. My thoughts, my life, everything. It's kind of sad for a teenager to be feeling like this out of control. It's wild how we all feel like outcasts. Right? Did you feel like an outcast like this too? Yeah. Okay, great. Like no one understands me. And meanwhile, we're all going through the exact same. We're like, eh. oh, yeah. I'm trying to connect. Right? Mm-hmm. I will recognize my flaws. Okay, so I've always been a little self-aware mm-hmm. and make an attempt to figure them out. The first step is admitting, right? Okay, hearkening back to pre-sobriety, look at that. Honey. Because the first step in AA is admitting you have a problem, and wow. Coming well, was, full circle. I was just literally just thinking, like, this that kind of angst yeah. just leads to addiction. You think? Do, Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. So it's like we're born addicts, dude. Oh, yeah. I know right? I was. Right? I know. Wait, Lee, are you sober? Yes. Oh, my God. Do you have an obsessive mind? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. have an obsessive mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, did you feel obsessive since you were little? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you're, like, out of control. And overthinking. And, yes. Yeah. And I was, like, a weird little, like, punk rock, like, you know, angsty, you know, nobody understands me. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, But I also started... I mean, I started young. First boot, first beer was at like 11. Yeah. First cigarette was with my cousin at six years old. Really? You were yeah. six? Yeah, yeah. And Damn. then I so uh, started smoking weed daily at like 14. Oh, so you got that wow. stunted brain. Oh, yeah. Honey. <laughs> you got that arrested development. <laughs> yes. Fuck. I never wow. got into weed. I never liked it. In high school, I just wanted to... Okay, so I... One of my little boyfriends in high school was like the biggest like weed guy in the high school. I don't even know how to explain it, but he was like always like distributing the brownies, always doing this, this and that. And I'm like, I hate it. And then my senior year, I was like, actually, maybe I could be cool. And then I started smoking. I'm like, why am I crying all the time? (laughs) 
Not gonna stop. So you like weed or you don't like weed? What's I your don't like away? it. No, I don't. And also, like, my dad grows it. My dad is a huge stoner. And so I feel I like too. how I rebel against that is like, well, I'm not smoking. Yeah. I just don't like it. That's that's how I was. My mom smoked cigarettes and my dad smokes weed in my whole life. I've never smoked a cigarette and don't like weed. I've smoked weed maybe 10 times. I just don't like smoking. See so, ya. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I just quit cigarettes, actually, too. Are you vaping? I'm proud of you. I smoked for 20 years. Wow. How, okay, how did you... Are you vaping? No. So you're, you're just not, done. Yeah. I'm trying quit. to get my boyfriend to quit right now because I'm about to like literally my fantasy is that he stops smoking fucking cigarettes because I'm getting fucking pissed. How did you quit? How did you quit? I just stopped. Cold turkey. Yeah. Well, I I cold turkeyed everything um at the beginning of this year. Uh, after like uh, after it was like a year of like trying to get sober and then and then I decided that like okay, the only way it's going to work is if I don't condone like certain you know socially acceptable yes. addictions and i just got rid of wow. all addictions and i didn't watch porn for months i stopped really helps right cigarettes. yeah yeah so that was the only way i could stop and now cigarettes are gross like i've smoked a few here and there and they're yeah they're, they're gross to me and i loved cigarettes it was my fucking favorite and they're the hardest to quit i've heard mm-hmm. of like yeah, all addictions just stopped just stopped um, you didn't use like patches or anything. No, just quit. Yeah, it just—it's—I don't know. It worked for me. It's not my way. Isn't for everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about getting sober too. It's like your way isn't for everybody. People figure out different ways to quit things, get sober. I don't know. I guess you—you you kind of have to remove yourself from situations that were making you unsober. That's very true. Yeah. It's very, very. That's true. really well said. That's um, beautiful. But how long have you been sober again for? Uh, nine months now. Uh, all Congratulations. At, all at once, but coming up on um two years of attempts. So, so my first try was in January of 2020, and then that's when I got sober. And then my my most recent sober date is December 28th. What did when nice. you say most recent? What was the last thing that you did? Uh, cocaine, ketamine. Oh yeah. Okay, oh nice. damn, honey. Okay, the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. the chill yeah. stuff. You said if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have a little slip up, then we're gonna. Slip <laughs> I'm going down the K hole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, that was like my daily. That was oh my wow. Daily. Wait, yeah. you're doing K and coke daily? Pretty much. Yeah. Fuck. Thank God though, because everything's being fucking laced with fentanyl now, and it's I know. so scary. People, what so scary, many people are dying. Worst time yeah. to be on drugs. I'm glad you're sober. Yeah. Thank congratulations. God. I'm gonna cut most of that out. Really. It's too much of me. Okay. Honey. Well, I, I don't think so. But oh, but one more thing. My mom smokes a cigarette every five fucking seconds. So much mommy hate in here. She's always Me smoking, so- always drinking. Now she's overweight. She says she needs a break. She works too hard. Well, that's what Diesel said. What? What? He's terribly unhappy. He was also Diesel. My ex-boyfriend was a meth addict. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, he was also a meth addict. <laughs> okay. I should have been able to tell from the uh, loss of teeth, but, you know, what did I know? Yeah. Uh, he's terribly unhappy. That's because he was on meth. And so was my mom. Maybe she was on meth, too. And was he, like, in his 20s when you were a teenager? I was 15. He was 22. Yep. Sounds mm. right. Grooming. It sounds about right, yeah. How can she tell me I have bad habits when she sets a worse example? Okay, but this is all fucking, like, this is all the adult trauma that you, like, go back to and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that was true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sure, the whole rise above it shit, but subconsciously or whatever, I don't know how. I don't smoke. 
I don't do the shit she does. And then I became an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> she always puts me down in front of her friends. Oh. Wrote down the mommy issues. Yeah, honey. Documented it. I don't know if I want to feel loved or lonely. Gabby. This is very, this is a really tender. I don't know what love is. You were just a sweet little angsty girl my who just mom wanted is to be dep- I know. My mom is depressed and doesn't love my dad. She doesn't think she ever did. So where am I? How am I supposed to know what love is or beauty or happiness when it's never been an aspect, so to speak, in my life? Honey. That is heavy. That is so heavy. And that's why you have to work a fourth step. Yes. On your parents. So you let go of that resentment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you carry it all into fucking adulthood. Yeah. Fuck. Honey, that's heavy. And that's why you're hanging out with fucking Diesel. That's why I was hanging out with Methy Old Diesel. <laughs> My man. Yeah. Mm. You're well, Methy Man. I'm Methy Man. Yeah. Well, I guess I talked a lot. I'm sorry. Oh, that was perfect. No, I think that was cute and sweet. I was trying to find my journals. They're way buried deep in my mom's garage. I need to go spend like an hour or two. I didn't have time when I was down. Yeah. I did find a poem I wrote. <gasps> Let's close with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, though, that's extra embarrassing. I didn't write it when I was that young. I wrote- <laughs> How old? This are you? is the last poem I wrote, and I vowed to never write another poem again. Okay. So it was after I got out of that relationship with um, pregnancy guy. Wait, before you get started, I did see a drawing. Could you show us the drawing? On oh, it? I will be showing the drawing. Thank you. Okay. So Sorry. I was really. I had never gone through a breakup like this before. I was very sad. I had never been crushed like this and I just didn't really know how to articulate the sadness you know like drinking wasn't making it go away whatever I was trying to like stop doing drugs at this time actually I just moved in with you and um so this is like over a year ago pretty recent pretty recent okay so (laughs) I wrote this at like three in the morning when I was super hungover and crying and so I thought you know what maybe I'm a poet um yeah turns out I'm not (laughs) I'm not so here's the poem this is really embarrassing okay (laughs) fuck although (laughs) okay here we go again adult harper okay this is adult this is 27 year old harper okay (laughs) although although you never raised a hand you still (laughs) fuck Fuck. it is embarrassing that it's really so recent okay it's it's, it's really no no here's the thing it's really embarrassing and i'm pretty sure at the time i felt like this was like really empowering i was like i'm taking my power back from this pain and now i look at this and i'm like you deserved everything you got okay anyway um although you never raised a hand you still hit me where it hurt i gave you my whole heart (laughs) while you buried it in dirt Uh, I am sweet, but love made me blind. It's too bad. You're the type of man that attacks my kind. Uh, Yeah. Some, you know, some slam for you. And then I drew a girl ripping out her heart mm -hmm. and it's all bloody. Mm -hmm. So that was the whole poem. That was the whole poem. It's a cute little drawing. It's a cute little drawing. It's a cute drawing. Um, Am I embarrassed? Yes. What was worse doing this poem or (laughs) hooking up with a guy with a pregnancy fetish who was turned on with food babies? I don't really know. The poem. I know. Um, I would say this poem. <laughs> so bold of you writing a poem at this age, though. I hadn't written a poem since high school, and that's how sad I was. I was, <laughs> I was just a lost little shell in my room, taking sleeping pills every single day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I was doing up in my room when I first moved in. I was taking sleeping pills and doing this shit. 
So any of you, if any of you would like a personalized poem by <laughs> Harper, so feel yeah. free to DM her on Twitter. <laughs> Here's the thing. Please do not do that. Um, <laughs> and just if I could just, you know, leave you with something. Do not ever write a poem. <laughs> just just don't. I would like to make that into a song next. <laughs> do you think we could? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Do you think maybe the next episode we could, you could sing it? I will sing it the next episode. Or do you promise? Unfortunately, yes. Maybe I am not like so. I love it. Okay. See you next episode. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Can't wait. Bye. Oh, next episode will be scary stories and scariest things you've ever been through. And it's coming out on Halloween. So it'll be our Halloween episode. If you like the show, tell a friend. Tell yeah, a friend. We tell need your friend. stories. We love your stories. Send it to your hottest cousin. Hottest cousin. Mm-hmm.